welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal things. I'm Al K- uh, No, I'm Rossi. <laughs> That's Al K. Hi. Hey, mate. Wow, this is off to a great start. Can't even remember my own name. <laughs> it has been a while. A little bit rusty. Um, I think what I meant to say next is how's your shit? It's good. We've established in the last 24 hours that neither you or I have COVID, um, no matter how much we think we do. So that's a win. No matter how many $15 really hard to get RATs we take. No COVID. Also on the baby front, if it becomes apparent that we are having boys, um, our balls will drop this week. So that's exciting. Do you know we have now been pregnant for half a year? Really? Yes. Wow. And what a half a year it's been. Half a year of your life up the duff. Congratulations. Thanks. You too, mate. You too. Mm. Today... We are going to do a 2021 year in review for the Royals. So, guys, it's not really baby related. I can hear the sighs of relief from across the waves of the internet. (laughs) But first of all, why don't we do some bloody Royal news because it is popping up this week. Let's, Let's kick it off with Andrew. Mm, well, actually, I was just going to real quick give you the other Royal News headlines to tell you how not newsy they are. Okay, um, go on The then. only two I could find were was an article by some website I'd never heard that says Prince William has a 14th century ancestor that looks like him. And uh, in 1980, Charles wore a disguise to a skiing resort in Switzerland. That's literally the only other news I could find. Whoa. Just quickly, I got into a Hello Magazine rabbit hole and I have found a Kate Middleton 40th birthday pop-up shop, online pop-up shop. So Hello Magazine have listed all the brands that she wears and all the items that she wears and sends you direct links to them, which is very helpful. Thank you, Hello Magazine. This is the kind of content you should be pumping out on the daily. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you send it to me? Yeah, absolutely. And also I have stumbled across um, Princess Margaret's grandson. His name's Arthur Chateau, and he is – well, he's only 18, but he's legal. So he is now the new royal babe. Excellent, 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 excellent. Mm-hmm. Is he, um, not that we're both happily in relationships, but um, you are allowed to do half your age plus seven. So <laughs> uh, he's still out of our range, I think. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. but, good for him. Yeah, he's, he's going to do very well with the ladies, oh. especially if he keeps posting shirtless um, photos of himself on Instagram. I am so happy for him. Yeah. There's also one of him t- playing the bagpipes. Oh. Um. Anyway, okay, Andrew update. So in the last, I don't know, maybe 24 hours, the US judge has overturned the decision in Virginia, you have to say, Jufrey. Oh, do you? Jufrey, even though Not it's Rossi. spelled like giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jufrey. Um, or we could just call her a married name, which is Roberts. 
But she had a civil suit against Epstein and in that civil suit it was agreed because they settled out of court, it was agreed that she could not go after any other person involved in this case. Correct. And so now the judge has overturned that ruling. Is that correct? Yes, which means that she can go ahead in a civil case against Andrew. And I actually did some digging because I don't really understand it, some digging on the difference between a criminal and a civil case in the States, if you want that background. Please explain. Um, A civil court case is... When you can find when you can sue another person for being liable for an act of harm, but mm-hmm. the only restitution that you get is money. So mm-hmm. it's about compensating the victim, not about punishing the person who did the wrong. Got it. Criminal courses, criminal cases are about punishing people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so the difference is that the jury or a judge or whatever in a civil case doesn't have to prove that there was anything wrong done beyond a reasonable doubt. They just have to prove that something was likely. So it's a lot easier to sue someone in a civil case than it is to convict someone in a criminal case, which I assume is why we're doing civil, not criminal. Okay, cool. That Thank you for that explanation. That is good. But Virginia Dufresne has, she's done well to get this far. A, she'd already settled with Mm -hmm. Epstein in a civil case. B, she is not American. So for her to to use the legal US system, uh, I think it's been a little bit difficult for her. I think she's had to jump through some hoops to get there. She lives in Australia. She's bloody, I don't know, where is she? She is, she might not be American anymore, but she was born in America. I was reading up ah, on okay. You want to know another tidbit? Sorry to interrupt, but I just thought yeah. this was interesting. The place where she says, uh, what's her name? Ghislaine, mm. like recruited her, was Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. She was working there. Isn't that interesting? Ah. Because yeah. he's implicated in this whole thing too. Yeah, Mar-a-Lago. Does he? Because he still loves that place, right? He used to he take loves that place. Bloody presidential meetings there, right? Yep. And he he was reportedly on a lot of um, Epstein's sex trafficking flights. Allegedly. Uh, look, I I think no one is surprised about that though. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Okay, yeah. so back to Andrew. Now they're saying that within the year he'll have to face this. Probably later this year he'll have to face this civil case. And I heard yesterday his legal fees could be up to five, six million US dollars. <laughs> and then if he has to pay, it'll be in the millions also. Yeah. And just this morning it came out that um, he's being stripped of his all his titles, so he's not your highness anymore, which also means that he has to deal with this as a private citizen. So the Queen's not going to pay his fees. I mean, I assume he's got a few million in his back pocket anyway, but, like, he is to be treated as a not a royal. Very long time ago, I think maybe season one of We'll Never Be Royals, we did an Andrew episode or maybe a Fergie episode, and they were not very good at the money management. No, nah, they really shit at it, which is um, so. 
He might not have any money. This could be an issue. Yeah, I just read something the other day that like he they've been trying to sell some dodgy Swiss ski chalet for a while and apparently uh, able to get that off his hands. So, you know, it, it is always good when you can we can free up some cash by selling off your Swiss properties, isn't it? Yeah, that is. It does mm. come in handy. Yeah. Since we last recorded the pod, Ghislaine has been convicted. Yeah, but not sentenced, but she's never getting out of there. It's up to like 20 years, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think. And like if she ever gets out, they're just going to find something else. It's kind of like OJ. You know how like OJ got off but then they just like kept catching him out on shit? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean he kept doing shit. I don't know if Blaine <laughs> is that dumb though. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But like they're going to like if she's ever had parking tickets that she hasn't paid, they're going to get her. <laughs> Okay, so in some happier news, Kate turned 40, Buckingham <sighs> Palace released three amazing new portraits of her. She looks amazing. She's amazing. Amazing Kate. Oh, I mean, we get uh, – I mean, look, I just want to apologise for anything negative I've ever said about Kate because she's just like, look – we all thought that she was a swan. She was never an ugly, ugly, ugly duckling, right? But it's like she was a swan who's now transformed into like a super swan. Like she's like we thought we we thought she was as good as she could get, but she just keeps getting better. She does. I mean, uh, this is probably bad, but the first thing I thought when I saw those portraits was. Mex, it was the best thing that ever happened to you. 100%. 100%. Get those other two out of her way and here she comes. Yeah. She just needed an enemy to be classy against. Yes, yes. And she doesn't take any direct jabs at Harry and Meghan, which makes her look really classy. Yeah. And then she just churns out those portraits, rocks up to movie premieres in gold sparkly dresses, mm. does all her royal engagements, pumps out these bloody royal kids. She just does everything right. Yeah, she just does everything right. Do you think, though, because I know you've talked about this in the past, that her mum, Carol, might fuck it all up because she's a bit of a booze hag? <laughs> now, I, th- I think even if, you know, it was all to go tits up with her family, I f- still don't think it would. It would hurt her. Yeah, so Kate turned 40. Um, Also, Beers did her Christmas speech at Christmas, obviously. There was lots of chat about Philip and she wore pink, uh, not yellow as I had predicted. Mm, And look, I love Biz. I worry that she may have been in a lot of pain because that dress didn't fit very well, which made me think, oh, it's been hard to, like, get her into something. Did you notice that? I, I think she's lost a lot of weight. Yes, she did look quite thin. Um, she did speak well, but then I, as soon as that came out, there was some conspiracy saying that, look, maybe she's already dead and they're just not telling us. <laughs> Which I don't think are true, but it is interesting to think about. I think they have to tell us when she dies. Like they have to tell us. They can't just be. Yes, of course. I mean, they've got like I don't know a twelve-hour grace period, and they have to. They have to tell the world on 
British monarch is dead. But not in the middle of a plague. Like yeah, what if that- it's in the public interest to like keep everybody calm? It's not though because there's there'll be, you know, there's procedures that have to happen. Like someone has to step in for her. Charles has I- to be at the ready. You're a bit too trusting of like the British political system, I think. I think there's some shady bastards that would just be like, nah, can't be bothered with all that ruckus. Like they don't want people going out to the palace and leaving flowers and shit there. They need everyone to just like chill the fuck out. No, they would love that. Yeah, okay. Now, Bojo's beyond caring about COVID now. All he's (laughs) worried about is, you know, party gate. This episode, we're just going to do a recap of all the things that happened last year with the Royals. And buckle up because there's a lot of shit that happened. Ready. I'm so ready. What are okay. You? This is in no particular order. I love that. Okay. Obviously, the major thing that happened last year was Phil the Greek died. Look, he did, and um, a la Betty White, it's a bit dev because he was so close to making the ton. Oh, so close to making the ton. Yeah. Yeah. But, look, he was probably psyched. It can't have been that fun to be 99. They took away his licence. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he was He was a bit struggle street the last, I wouldn't say the last few years, but definitely, definitely the last couple of months he was. He was not in a good way. Yeah, especially with Harry and Meghan fucking about. That's yeah. got yeah. yeah. Um, so that's probably the you know, the most significant thing that happened to the Royals last year. But also was that bloody Harry and Meghan Oprah interview. Oh, the gift that just keeps on giving. I mean it I'm glad from an entertainment point of view i'm glad they did it for me because it was very entertaining it was not a good decision for them personally however because um it just made them look a bit like dickheads i think it did 100 percent made them look Mm. like dickheads and i think it's every time i kind of go back and watch a little bit it makes it even more cringe yeah yeah because they've it's just like so serious and like I think most people I've spoken to in the States A loved it but loved it in a different way than we loved it and are like it made them more pro-Megan yeah yeah there's definitely a a different narrative running in the States obviously she's American and they don't they don't understand the the British monarchy and so obviously they side with her but that's the thing she doesn't understand the British monarchy either that's a good point. But I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, oh, if Megan was Australian, how would we feel about it? Like would that change our POV or would it never happen? Like would an Australian Megan never behave that way? Discuss. Uh, I totally agree. Australian Megan would not behave that way a la Mary of Denmark. Great point. Also, <laughs> she'd be called Megan. She called Megan and she would understand that it is not unreasonable to curtsy to the Queen. 100%. This is the third on my list, which I think says more about me than it does about the list. But Kate and the gold dress. Oh. 
what else is there to say other than what a fucking babe god save her we'd all been in a pandemic for two years nothing had been happening there's suddenly a movie premiere in london kate turns up in a full-length gold sequined gown it was a bond premiere too and she outbonded bond yes james bond What's his name? Daniel Craig was wearing a pink velour suit. Yep. And no one cared because everyone was looking at Kate. Yep. I just, hey, I have to apologise again because remember how how we used to call her Borzo? And then neck minute, neck minute she just come through. Next, Andrew Saga continues. We've already talked about this. I mean, how much longer is it going to go? At least another year. Yeah, at least another year and then... Fergie will say something ridiculous about it and that'll give us another six months and then, like, the press will stalk his poor daughters to see what their reaction is endlessly and any time they do anything, it'll link back to him and yep. and then he'll die one day and it'll be yeah. awkward. Yeah. I also meant to tell you the other day, I should have screenshotted it, Storytime with Fergie and Friends just put up a th- note on their Instagram story saying, we are um, on holiday or we're, we're not doing any stories until further notice. And I was like, wee, this is, this is because of Andrew. Next up, Megan went on The Ellen Show, which is just the sequel to that bad Oprah interview, but I think probably worse. Yeah, look, Megan's lucky that Andrew's a dirty scumbag because otherwise that would be the worst thing that's ever happened to the royal family. <laughs> Probably, actually. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was just, it wasn't even just bad. It was like offensive. Oh, Megan. But, you know, she's sitting in her want to see to her mansion thinking that she nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what happens. I hope we get to find this out for ourselves. But I think when you reach a certain level of wealth and fame, you just have a lot of yes people around you that tell you you're amazing constantly. Yeah. I mean, and I know she probably doesn't read online comments, but, you know, when you go to buy an electrical appliance, you read the online reviews. Before you buy it, you read the online reviews. I think you need to kind of be prepared to do that. Okay. Now, everybody had a bloody baby last year. (laughs) Yeah. It started off with Eugenie. She had August in May. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then Megan had a little bit in June. Oh, God, was that in June? Yeah. Wow. And then Beatrice had Sienna in September. When did um, Floor Baby happen? That uh, must have been 2020. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that those that Andrew's girls had a little bit of joy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy for that. Them. I'm also happy for Harry and Meghan, like, hooray. Um, what a complicated life that little girl's going to have, though. Who, little bit? Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, better than most still probably, but strange. It will be strange like, because she will always have this, you know, idea of being a royal, but it won't be very apparent in her life. Yeah, like, has she met the Queen? Will she ever meet the Queen? Nah, Biff's going to cark it before she meets 
This was my favourite royal but not royal news of last year. Kitty Spencer got married in Italy in July. It was fucking amazing. Okay, I thought for a minute there you were going to say Secret Son Simon. I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) Kitty Spencer. Um, Couldn't set a foot wrong except that one time you said you didn't really like her mouth. But other than that, (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) So critical. I know. She's the real winner in all this. Gets all the glory, none of the annoyance. Just gets to hang out on Instagram being fabulous. I think she has a deal with Dosh and Gabbana, right, still? Oh, I mean, that's who did her wedding dress and her five other dresses, and I think maybe she is tied to them indefinitely because all she does now is hold up handbags near her face on her Instagram. Like, what a life. <laughs> hey, if he's going to get you five free wedding dresses, I'd do yeah. that. Also... <laughs> Wills and Kate, it was their 10-year wedding anniversary last year. Yeah, they did good and they posed for a whole bunch of photos. They're so good at posing for a whole bunch of photos. (laughs) They really are. They really are. Yeah, yeah. And they posed like in a similar way, like her hand was in the same spot and uh, she hasn't aged at all. He's aged a bit. But, I mean, at this point he can't really get hair plugs or a toupee because everybody knows. (laughs) (laughs) But she's doing great. Those kids keep getting cuter. Charlotte's eyebrows, just the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. And, um, wow. A couple more things happened. <laughs> I think this is only on the list because it was, you know, recent and in my mind. Sure. Barbados left the Commonwealth oh. and Prince Charles fell asleep at the ceremony. Yeah. And Rihanna is now the queen. Uh, Charles needs to stop falling asleep at things. If he's going to be king. Yeah. It was a really bad form. Yeah. Because Biz never falls asleep. She's always very good. No. Like, could he say how insignificant this ceremony was more than by falling asleep? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was an awkward engagement for him because I'm sure the royal family, like he would have been raised to like, hold on to all those countries for dear life. Like that's his biggest role. And then he has to show up for the divorce party. Like, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But don't fall asleep, mate. Nah, mate. Nah. <laughs> like, do coke. Like, do anything. <laughs> Have a nap in the afternoon. Yes. Yes. Do anything except fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, the final thing on my list is that Biz cancelled Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she did. I respect it. She's um, just, you know, she just had enough of 2021 and it got to Chrissy and she was like, fuck this. I don't have to deal with everybody's shit. Christmas yeah. is cancelled. Yeah. And look, she's also not having a great 2022 given the whole Andrew Sitch. Yes. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times, 2021 for Biz. It wasn't really the best of times. Nah. That was it. <laughs> Okay, I've got a quick little RBT for you. It's trivia time. Oh, by the way, I watched a bit of um, RTB on the telly the other day, a bit of random breath test <laughs> horse. 
Harley Random <laughs> breath test, yes. Yeah, what a great television show. Yeah. I'll post a link on the Facebook. Okay. Um, <laughs> actually, hang on, shit, wait. Okay. So also 2022. Yep. Is the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Yeah, in June, right? Yes. So that is 70 years of being on the throne. <sighs> wow. Do you think she's just like, can we stop with the Jubilees? Like, I'm tired. Nah. I um, think you'd love Jubilee. I think you'd be like, okay. I've been doing this job for a long time. Throw me a party. Okay. Sure. So hopefully she, A, makes it to <laughs> the Platinum Jubilee and doesn't cark oh. it. And hopefully all this COVID shit's over and done with. Harry and Meghan don't do another stunt. Andrew is like, you know, keeps it in line till then. I don't think any of those things are going to come through for her. <laughs> I bet her private secretary is just like on the blower all day, like, you lot, just keep your shit together until June. Oh, God. Poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Now we can do the RBT. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, so um, RBT stands for Random Breath Test, yes, but it also stands for Royal Baby Trivia, but this has nothing to do with babies, this trivia. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good at, like, producing. (laughs) So it's just RT. It's just Royal Trivia. Great. I can't wait. Okay. Which monarch started the tradition of delivering a speech on Christmas Day? Ooh. Is a fabulous question. I reckon it'd be pretty recent because, um, oh, wait. Okay, so my thought process was it has to be pretty recent because uh, you would need radio. But then probably before radio they just did it to all the bitches at court, <laughs> which means it could be like ancient. Okay, Christmas. I'm going to say Victoria because she like, she was the first with the Christmas tree, so maybe she was also the first, like, with the Christmas vibes. Look, mate, not bad. It was actually her son, George V. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of mean. He was mean. He was the grumpy old bastard who yeah. was Biz's grandfather. Who sort of ruined his sons, hence the whole abdication situation. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, so it was Grumpy George, um, and he, the first one he ever did was in 1932. Oh, that's quite late. Yeah. Um, three minutes on the wireless and some poet named Rudyard Kipling wrote it for him. Oh, I think that's a famous poet, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and they, and they made sure they did it just after 3 p.m. before everyone got too pissed in the day. Oh, yeah. I will say normally by 3 p.m. I'm too far gone. Thanks, mate. Good job. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back on some baby trivia, not baby trivia, well, baby trivia and baby subjects next next week. But we just thought we'd do a little recap of 2021 before we bounce into 2022. Make sure you check us out on the um, socials, Instagram, Facebook. Check out our website. Check out our merch. Thanks for listening. Oh, happy new year. Happy new year. Uh, Thanks for listening. See you all of a sudden. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey, mate. Hey, LK. 
Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At lkandrossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, we're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.